The Rams' losing streak reaches six games, but one very bright spot on the day. That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Travis Rogers. Thanks for making us a part of what you do each and every day. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Travis Rogers. You can also subscribe to the Locked On Rams podcast. Make sure you click that subscribe button in your podcast feed. And while you're doing that, why don't you head on over to our Locked On Rams YouTube channel as well. That is a great way to take in the podcast. Uh, Not only do I host the podcast here for Locked On Rams, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, but I also host the Rams pre-half and post-game show on their flagship station ESPN 710. I host the Travis and Sliwa show every day from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. as well. So if you are in the L.A. area, make sure you check out those shows as well. We'll get going on the Rams pregame show. That's getting at 3.30 on Thursday. Uh, Rams right back at it again against the Las Vegas Raiders very, very soon. Um, today's episode of Locked on Rams is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. All right, here is what's coming up. On today's pod, here are the things that we are going to discuss. Uh, Are they going to win another game? I've changed my tune on this. After seeing what we saw on Sunday against the Seahawks, I think uh, I may have a different answer. So make sure that you stick around and get a chance to listen to that. There was also um, a lot of positives to take out of this game, in particular from John Wolford. That's coming up in just a little bit as well. But let's start right here. Let's start with... um, the game itself, and a couple of the performances. Number one, the Rams lose for the sixth consecutive week. And let's just kind of take a a step back really quickly. The Rams went into their bye week, week seven of the NFL, um, three and three. They were very much in it. They they had not played particularly well, but at three and three, um, look at what's going on at the NFC. The Seahawks are, are right there at seven and five, and they're not, you know, they're still in the playoffs. So 500 or thereabouts is certainly very much inside the playoff picture. Um, and the Rams were right there. They haven't won a game since. They've lost six in a row. And really with uh, Tampa and yesterday's game being the exceptions, they haven't really been in too many of these games. It's gotten to the point where you're expecting the worst thing to happen. It's gotten to the point where even when they took the lead towards the end of the game yesterday, um, and by the way, arguably their best drive of the season, they get a fourth down conversion in the middle of the field. They get a big touchdown. Cam Akers goes in for the second time of the day on the ground. It's the first time he's ever done that in his career. And it felt like they had um, some momentum. It felt like it had finally happened. They got plays when they needed to make plays. They got in the end zone. They scored touchdowns instead of kicking field goals. It felt like they were on the cusp of winning a game. Um, And then Geno Smith drove the field, scored DK Metcalf game over. 
Uh, Seattle wins. Rams lost their sixth in a row. Very, very disappointing. Uh, a tough loss. They really need a win along the way, which we'll talk about coming up in just a minute. But there were um, there were some positives. But the the biggest thing in particular for me was the way that Bobby Wagner played. Bobby Wagner was not good. He was extraordinarily good. He was the best version of Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner's had a great year. Wagner comes over during the offseason and signs a contract with the Rams after the Seahawks basically said, yeah, man, go go wherever you want. They just released him, and he was on the street. And you could tell that he had a great deal uh, left to prove. You could tell that he had something a little extra for the Seahawks. He said all week long that this was just another game in his mind. Clearly, that was a lie. (laughs) Clearly, uh, that was something that he was just putting out there publicly because he took his game to an entirely different level. He had two sacks. He had an interception. He had three tackles for loss. He had two passes defended, and he had two quarterback hits. That is a monster game. By any measure, that is about as much as you can ask from a middle linebacker, and that's what he gave you. The only thing missing from his performance yesterday was getting to the finish line, cashing it out, and winning the game, and being able to say, you guys made a huge mistake. He played like they made a huge mistake. He played like he had something to show for those guys, and I really wanted him to get that win because that would have felt amazingly good for him. It would have been incredibly exciting for him to get it done uh, against the old team, to break the losing streak, everything that comes along with it. He was terrific. Now the question becomes, does he get to do that in Seattle? Now they play Seattle week 18. Um, the Rams clearly are out of the playoff picture. The Rams are are shutting guys down. They're not cranking guys up. Aaron Donald did not play uh, yesterday. Bobby Wagner did. Jalen Ramsey did. But uh, Cooper Cup done for the season for all intents and purposes. Matthew Stafford, um, Sean McVay said yesterday that he believes that you won't see him again the rest of the season. Allen Robinson done for the year. Ashawn Robinson done for the year. Um, this is where they are. This is what it is. So I don't know what it's going to look like by the time they get to week 18 that maybe – the Rams decide, look, Bobby Wagner's too valuable a player for us. We got to make sure that he's healthy and ready to go um, for the start of the 2023 season. We can't afford to put him out there. Now, Bobby Wagner may feel differently. He may feel like he wants to go and do it because I would very much like to see him get the opportunity to go back to the stadium where he put a, a Hall of Fame career together, where he went to a couple of Super Bowls, where he won a Super Bowl, where he was right there in the middle of Legion of Boom, all of the things that he's been able to do. I'd like to see him be able to have that, you know, thanks for the memories kind of moment up in Seattle. Whether or not it'll happen, I don't know. But at least for a day, he was extraordinary. At least for a day, he was able to do exactly what he wanted to do, which was go in there and take care of his business. Go in there and show the Seahawks that he made a huge mistake. Go in there and say, I can still do this at the very highest level. And he certainly uh, relayed that message to Pete Carroll, to John Schneider, to the entire Seahawks organization. And it was great to see. I'm very, very happy he played the way that he did. Unfortunately, we're in the time of the year where moral victories and little silver linings are all you have to play for. Well, that was a pretty darn good one along the way. All right, coming up next, John Wolford's performance back in the starting saddle and something that I think that Sean McVay doesn't get nearly enough credit for. That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. 
Now, a word from our friends at Total Wine. This holiday season, find what you love at Total Wine and more with so many great bottles to choose from. It's easy to find a new favorite single barrel bourbon or the perfect gift for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide. All with the confidence of knowing that you found something special for the lowest price. Who doesn't like that? Great gift, lowest price. Go ahead and try and top that. You'll love what you find only at Total Wine and More. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. And who doesn't love getting that bottle of wine, bourbon, gin, whatever you're into? Go check it out. Total Wine and More. At Locked on Rams, we believe that your home should be where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked on Rams listeners 40% off a new security system. Do not Put this off. Here's one of the things that I love. The technology involved. Super easy to set up. All of the features that you can run right from your phone. All of the HD cameras. You can change the It's just, it's an unbelievable way to keep an eye on the things that are the most important part for you. The advanced technology, you can curl and control everything from your phone. It is a great way to do it. And just an unbelievable feeling knowing that you got 24-7 monitoring agents, customer support staff, all of it was Simply Safe. Simply Safe was named best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report. That makes three in a row. So don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for making Locked On Rams your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today pod from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So the Rams have lost six in a row, and it has been a slog uh, through most of that six-game skid. Quite frankly, it's been a slog through the entire season. At three and nine, there's not a lot uh, to get incredibly excited about. Um, you're you're in the evaluation period, which is never a lot of fun. Um, your best players are injured and shut down, and you've got five games to go. So what what do you get excited about? What do you get excited about um, to to get to the finish line, to give you a little bit of momentum, to give you a little bit of, you know, okay, at least we got blank done this season. A um, couple of different things I want to mention here. Let's, let's start with this. And Sean McVay gets great um, praise for being as good of a coach as he is and for being an offensive innovator and for being as young and dynamic and energetic and – um, passionate and the memory and all the things that we talk about with Sean McVay and he should you know again this is his sixth year in the NFL it's the first time he's had a bad season he's been to a couple of Super Bowls he's won one we all know Sean McVay's resume what you don't hear a lot and, and, and quite frankly this is kind of a weird compliment but what you don't hear a lot is how hard his teams play and the reason you don't hear it a lot is because they're good right it's not a lot of time where you will hear somebody say, oh, you know whose team plays just lights out is the team that's winning every game, right? That's not that, – that they don't go together. That's usually a compliment that comes when a team's kind of in the middle of the pack or below. Well, they haven't been in the middle of the pack or below, and yet I think the compliment is incredibly appropriate. Sean McVay's teams are having 
or I should say this team, is having its worst year in his career. They're playing hard. That th- There is nothing left to play for. Your top draft pick is going to the Detroit Lions. Um, there is no playoff path. You're not going to be 500. You're not going to be, you know, you're not playing spoiler with the teams that you're playing really all that much. Maybe the, the Raiders potentially, maybe the Chargers potentially. But this is a team that um, doesn't have a lot going on right now. Matthew Stafford, done for the year. Aaron Donald, didn't play. Cooper Cup, uh, done for the year. A'shaun Robinson, Allen Ra- all, all of these guys, done for the year, right? And they went out there and they played hard yesterday. They competed. They were out there hitting guys. They were out there running around and trying to make plays and, and going to the very last minute for what, for who, right? And that, I think, speaks to McVay. That, that speaks to McVay's ability to create culture. The culture being, we're really good. We're going to win a lot of games. We're going to compete for Super Bowls. But perhaps even more important than that, we're going to show up and go to work every day. We're going to compete every day. We're going to battle you every day. Even if we're not a great football team, and this year they are decidedly not a great football team, we're going to be hard to beat, or we're at least going to be hard to play against. They are so incredibly shorthanded right now, especially on the offensive side of the ball, and the defense is starting to catch up to that, unfortunately, as well. There wasn't a moment in that game yesterday. There really haven't been too many moments in the season where you're like, oh, God, they've let go of the rope. That's it. They're, 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 they're going for the name on the back of their jersey. They're trying to think about where they're going on vacation. They're making business decisions when, when contact is coming around. Let's get the heck out of here. Let's get to the finish line and let's keep going. That hasn't happened. It may. It may get there because they still got five games to go. But here they are in the midst of a six-game losing streak, and they're still fighting like crazy That's an incredible compliment to McVay, to his staff, to the players, to the culture inside that building that these guys are still competing like that. I give them a ton of credit for doing what they're doing because not every team does that. And certainly not every bad team uh, does that along the way. As for John Wolford, who was certainly in the fight yesterday, um, I thought we'd see Bryce Perkins last week. Um, I still think that there's a lot of questions about Perkins that I'd like to get a, a, a few answers for. John Wolford was fine. He wasn't great. He wasn't terrible. It's about what you would expect um, from a backup quarterback. Didn't throw any touchdown passes. Did throw a couple of interceptions. I thought he made a really bad decision um, on the first interception, rolling right, trying to throw it all the way back to the left on the other side of the field. Uh, That was not a good deal. But he can make stuff happen with his legs. He can buy himself sometimes with those boots. I thought when they converted on that fourth down play around midfield with what was about five minutes to go in the game or so, That's a play that you can't make with Matthew Stafford. That's a play that you can't make unless you have a quarterback that can move his feet. And he did, and he executed it perfectly. He gets out of bounds. He picked up the first down and keeps it moving. Ultimately, it leads them to score the go-ahead touchdown. Uh, Wasn't good enough at the end of the line. But I thought there, you know, he'll play on Thursday night against the Raiders. He clearly has established himself as somebody who can generate more offense than Bryce Perkins. Now, I don't know what that means globally. I think in the short term, that's probably what the Rams are looking for, somebody that can generate some offense in the short term just trying to win another game. But uh, as far as Wolford went, i give him a, a C. It wasn't a disaster. It wasn't great. He, he looked like an NFL backup quarterback for whatever that means. And, and, and I thought that Sean McVay's game plan was pretty good. They put 23 points on the board. When was the last time the Rams had 23 points, you're asking? Uh, week two. 
It's the first time since week two that the Rams have gone over uh, 20 points in a game. They had one 20-point game along there against Arizona, but everything else has been in the teens or worse than that. Uh, They finally got to 23, still not good enough yesterday against the Seahawks. All right, so five games left in the season. Which of these games can they win? Can they win any of them? I got some good news for you. That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. Let's talk about prize picks, right? A great way to play daily fantasy. Let me explain to you how this works. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. So you're saying, you know, what are the projections, right? Well, depending on what sport you want to look at, they got just about every sport that you can imagine. They have the NFL, the NBA, hockey, golf, college football, basketball, you name it, everything is right there for you. So Patrick Mahomes, more or less than 320. Derrick Henry, more or less than 85. Does Cooper Cup get into the end zone? Does Tyreek Hill catch more or less than three and a half passes? No competing against other people. It's just you against the projections available. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. And first-time users receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. So don't forget to enter the promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match of up to 100 bucks. All right, so the Rams have five games left on their season and they've got three uh, of these games are primetime matchups standalone everybody watching um and everybody knows that the rams are having a down season they're the defending super bowl champions they are three and nine nothing is going their way so uh pride is obviously going to play a a large part in what's coming up over the course of these next few games so the question of course is can they win any of them um if you win six games or excuse me lose six games in a row in the nfl Stuff is going very poorly for you, so um, it's not going to be easy. Now, there are some opportunities in these last five games. Um, I think that you're going to play some teams that are also going to kind of be not competing for anything meaningful. Um, The problem is your offense. The problem is where can you find the points? Now, John Wolford gave him a little bit of spark yesterday, but let's kind of go through these because when they were in the midst of this losing streak, and I shouldn't say when, while they are on the midst uh, of this this six-game losing streak, there was a point where I thought they might not win another game. There was a point where I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, um, could they really finish the season on an 11-game losing streak? Still certainly possible considering um, where they are offensively. But seeing what they had yesterday with Wolford, seeing Cam Akers come alive a little bit the way that he did gives me a little bit of hope. The Raider game felt like maybe the one that they might get um, a few weeks ago because the Raiders were really struggling as well. The Raiders have won three in a row. The Raiders have um, very good players. The Raiders seem to have kind of discovered their identity. Josh Jacobs is absolutely killing it. Max Crosby is wreaking havoc on opposing quarterbacks. And these are things that the Rams have struggled with this season. Um, the good news is it's a short week. The good news is that you're at home. That being as, uh, as home field advantage goes as far as the Raiders, we'll see. That's just the reality of where the Rams are right now uh, in Los Angeles. But I don't think that that's the win. The win uh, the following week in Green Bay, Monday Night Football. Now, Green Bay may have let go of the rope by then. Um, we'll see if Aaron Rodgers is even playing. They won this week, so at least he's going to go another week health willing. Um 
I just think that going into Green Bay and finding a way to win a game in the cold like that is going to be a very tall task. So I don't think that that happens either, which brings you to the game that I think they can actually win. Christmas Day against the Denver Broncos at SoFi Stadium. The Broncos and the Rams, Christmas Day, standalone game. Uh, The whole world, the whole country, the whole NFL viewing audience will be watching this. Why? Because it's the only game that's on, right? Um, This was supposed to be a game between the defending Super Bowl champs and Russell Wilson, who's going to put the Broncos right back in the mix all over again. Instead, you could have a three-win team playing a four-win team on Christmas Day. So the bad news is that's your TV game. The good news is that's a game the Rams can win. The Broncos are as inept on the the offensive side of the ball as any team you're going to see. If the Rams can score 20 points the way that they did yesterday, I think the Rams can win that game. If the Rams can score 17 points the way that it's about their, their season average, I think they can win that game. That's how bad the Broncos are. After that, you get a Sunday night game, at least for the time being, against the Chargers. Chargers will probably still be playing for a playoff spot. They're going to be competing at a high level. Um, And then you get the Seattle Seahawks up in Seattle to end the season right there. Ask Santa for a win on Christmas Day against the Denver Broncos because that may be the one that you have a legitimate opportunity to get. The other four that you have are maybe toss-ups if you're being optimistic and probably uh, you're on the wrong side of it if you're being more a little bit Uh, realistic right now but I do think they'll win a game I do think they'll get to four maybe five and if everything breaks right in the holiday season maybe the Rams win three of their last final five games but I don't think they're going to finish that season on an 11 game losing streak and that is a sentence I never thought that I would say all right that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Rams thanks for making us your first listen every single day for your next listen check out the Locked on Sports Today pod the biggest stories instant reactions big game recaps and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, whose house? It's Locked on Rams' house.